Hello out there. Is this thing on? Are you guys ready? I'm ready. I don't know about you guys. Let's go ahead and get the show started. Get us some intro music to bring us in. How y'all feeling out there today? I'm feeling good. If you can't tell, you can tell by the pep in my voice. Hope all of you guys have had good days, good holidays. You guys are having a good show today. This is another solo show. This is a good thing. I've gotten some good things. You know, Jen left some good comments for us. You know, I appreciate that it gave me the, uh, the courage and motivation to go on. I knew it was going to happen again, but... I didn't know when or how often, but you know, but I am your host, A1, and I got a pet dragon swimming around in my pool. Some dragons live in the sea, guys. Not all of them, but What else we got going Everybody, love and happiness. And this is episode 58 of I Don't Have a Name for This Yet podcast. Brought to you by Cash App. Jack Dorsey, holla at me. This is episode 58. Let me do a double check, do a research. Yeah, yeah, 58. Let's see what we got, guys. Let's fade it on out. All right, all right. So today's episode is going to be more listener mail because you guys have done a really good job at uh, writing into the show and letting us know what you think. So first question, it wasn't the first one I got, but I felt like I should address this first. I got many Where's Jen emails from various people. Um, Jen has been on vacation, not necessarily from the show, but I don't want to bother her while she's out handling something that she's trying to get, you know, done, spend the time with her family. She got some stuff going on for work. So, you know, I don't want to put all that pressure on her, you know, just giving her a little bit of a, you know, space to do so. We've been in, we've been in contact. We talk every day, guys. We are friends. I don't want you guys to think we're just friends for the show. But we are definitely friends <laughs> outside of the podcast. But she'll be back soon, guys. I wanted to get her on this week, but like I said, I know she got stuff going on because there's a lot of stuff going on in my life as well. But, you know, when she's back, she's back. But I do have, like I said, I have been working on my all-male show or having another male sit alongside me on the show. So you're, that's coming up too. But I, I, I got some things planned for you guys. Um so let's see what's next i guess we can talk about a little bit of sports i know hakeem will love it and he wrote in again too by the way but the first one i have is what do you think about the finals um i'm honestly gonna say i'm surprised but i'm not surprised by the bucks winning like Giannis is is a special player like i but i am surprised at how well his supporting cast play like i did not expect that performance from them 
they did really well. Like I would have loved to see Chris Paul get his first ring. Like that's one that's one of my that's one of the players that I've watched for years since I was in high school. So maybe what the last past what fifteen years I've been watching Chris Paul play, and I've always wanted to see him get one because I've always thought he was you know one of the top three, top five point guards in the league at that time, and still to this day, just because of his his skill set and his knowledge. So I wanted to see the Suns win. Um, but I also wanted to see Giannis win also, but not as much as I wanted to see Chris Paul win. But like I said, I am surprised that they did lose because of the cast that they have in Phoenix. They, I think Phoenix had the better team. I think Phoenix had the better cast. I think Phoenix had would have been a, a better story for the NBA. But then again, a team from Milwaukee winning is also a good story, and they've done it through the draft versus doing it through trading and different things like that. So they're both good stories, but I think the the better story would have been Chris Paul winning his first rings after, you know, it has, you know, eluded him for so long, and he's been on teams. And, you know, like I honestly think if Chris Paul would have went to the Lakers when Kobe was still alive, when they were trying to get that done, I think they would have won that year. I mean, he would have won one then, but they didn't. And, like, now you're seeing all these people get to go to the Lakers. And, you know, like, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, you know, it just felt like people have kind of, like, I ain't going to say blackballed Chris, but they've kind of just, like, you know, they let LeBron and Dwayne Wade get together in Miami, but they didn't want to let Chris Paul and Kobe get together in the Lakers for whatever reason. They blocked it. Like, that was a real deal. Like, there was a story behind that, and you guys can do your research on that and find out. But I think that – I think, like, I'm happy for the Bucks, but I would have been more happier for Chris Paul. Um, let's see what else we got next. Mm, I guess we'll stick with sports so we can kind of stay on task. Um, Hakeem says, what do you think about the um, – I mean, do we have any thoughts on uh, USA basketball? Um, yes, and I do. I always have thoughts on team as well because I think that's probably more exciting than the actual league to me. Um I was kind of shocked that they did lose, but I wasn't surprised because of how, you know, just some of them are getting in late. It's a lot of things going on with COVID. Chris Middleton got there late. He just came off winning the finals. Like, just scrambling, trying to get some of those other players there could have, you know, could have done something. And you never know what someone's mental health or where their mind state is at at that time. So I think a lot of those things um, had a factor into why they didn't do as well as they did or they or, or why they didn't win that game. Let me just say that because I don't think they necessarily played bad, but I think that their defense could have been a little bit better. I think that, you know, I, just, I think they were just a little rusty. I think they just caught them slipping. And since then, they've kind of been like trouncing people. So those are my thoughts on that. But I would like to see them, you know, put on a display like what we've been seeing like after they, you know, after they beat the Czech Republic, or I forgot who else they played. I think they played Australia, maybe. They played Iran. I think they lost to the French or France. But I would like to see them put on a display of what we're used to seeing them play. And, you know, LeBron isn't there. Steph isn't there. A lot of our, you know, like the team, let's just say the team could be a bit better. Like I wasn't expecting Chris Middleton to be on the team. I can see why they have him there. He's an NBA champion. Why not? And most of them, most of the times, they do have at least one recent NBA champion on the team. But I just you you would expect LeBron, you would expect James Harden, you expect Steph, Clay. Uh, I don't I don't think I've seen Westbrook. I don't think I have. But you would expect Kyrie, like some 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 more 
some more awesome players to be. I'm not saying that these players aren't awesome because Tatum's great. Uh, Draymond Green is great, but you would just expect to see a star-studded event, like an all-star team, basically. And not saying that that's not, because that's, that that's technically is an all-star team, but you get what I'm saying when I'm saying I, I would like to see a more well-rounded, offensively sound team. Like, you need more shooters out there to me than what they have, and better shooters. And you can't get no better than, than Steph and Clay to me. Steph, Clay, KD, Kyrie. Like, that, and Damian, you got Dame out there, which is, which is a good, if you don't have Clay or, um, or uh, Steph, why not? Dame Dame is probably right behind Steph and Clay to me, you know. So I think that's my thoughts on Team USA basketball. Um, what do you think about Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles and what they've been doing in the Olympics? I I think the same thing I thought about earlier. I think mental health is playing a role in all of these things. Like I didn't get a chance to watch Naomi, but from what I'm hearing, like I think a lot of that has to do with just the pressure and her taking back control. Like like what are you gonna do? Like with Naomi, like she you know she was saying that she needed a break and like all of this pressure. You got COVID coming out again. Well, I ain't gonna say coming out, but reemerging with new and a more more deadly and more contagious variant of it, Delta. And you got you're, you're putting pressure on people to go play across seas in Tokyo, in Asia, might I add, to uh wait someone's texting me in in Tokyo in Asia to um you know to to perform. To perform and put on a show And then especially with how people are treated sometimes I don't think people always take an account Into what people Are dealing with mentally or on a personal Level like yeah they say you're an athlete You should come out there and perform You should be able to put that to the side But it's not as easy as it is For some people like for me for instance When I was playing basketball Nothing else mattered When I was inside those four lines When I was throwing that ball through the hoop Nothing else mattered you know, like it was it was an escape, but that's easy for me to say because that's just kind of how I'm built. But everyone's not built like me. And I think people should be mindful and take an account for what people could be going through mentally instead of, you know, just putting them on to perform. Now, Simone, in her case, I think I think the same. I think a lot of personal and, you know, mental health issues are going on with her because Simone is usually sharp. I think she's the greatest gymnast in the world. I think she's the greatest gymnast at the at the, the current Olympics. And I think she's the, the she might be, if not, I, I'm just saying she is the best gymnast I've ever seen compete in the Olympics. No one does the things that she's doing. Everyone kind of goes out and does or try to execute the most simplest things. Simone's going out drawing things that have never been done before and, that, and and no one else has done them or even attempted to do them. She even have moves or or I guess you can call it a move named after her. Like no one's done that. Not, not, not Dominique Dawkins. No, I mean not Dominique. Dominique, I think her name was Dominique Dows. Uh, Nastia Lucan, none of them. You don't see anybody attempting half of the things you see Simone attempting. Not even some of her teammates on Team USA. You, you don't see that. So I think there's an immense pressure on her to do that. She's only 24. She's a black woman in America. She's You know, she's coming off a lot of different things that, that may plague or, or, or affect her a different way than somebody who doesn't have to deal with some of the things she does. does. You know, so I think, you know, what I was watching, like some of her qualifying and some of the events that she's been doing, she hasn't looked as sharp. I've seen her doing things like coming off the mat. Which is okay, but I know they penalize you for it, but that's not like Simone. Like, 
she just she just seems like her head may be somewhere else. I she seems like she may not be believing in herself like she should, or like or like we may be believing in her. I think her confidence isn't where it's at, but her confidence not being where it's at still does not keep her from performing. She's still performing it and landing these tricks, but she's just not executing to the level of perfection as we've, you know, come to come known from you know, to see from her. And I think that's that's part of that. And I, I respect her decision to withdraw from the Olympics, even though it, it made her teammates get a silver medal, finish second. But, like, if her head's not there, she's just going to be a detriment to the team. Like, that last vault, that could have been ugly for her. She didn't get high enough. She just doesn't seem like she is there. And just listening to some of the other gymnasts, they can, they can kind of speak to what may be going on in her head. Like, when you're trying to perform a move with that level of difficulty, what may be going through her head. And, you know, if when, when you start hearing talks of she got lost in the air, she couldn't see her landing, you know, just just some things that you may experience. Like, like for instance, I play basketball. I know what it's like to be undercut. Like, to not to jump up and not see anybody down there and then feel your legs being tipped tip from up under you and your momentum is shifting another way like that's a scary feeling and it may scare you from flying again that's the thing a fear of flying like when you're a dunker that's kind of what what happens to you like you may never want to dunk again and you know like those type of things so when i see something like that or i see somebody having achilles or they they sprain their ankle and they're playing or something because they don't want to get hurt like you can recognize those things so i'm not saying nastia lukin is you know an expert on the matter or that, you know, she's talked to her or anything like that. But I think her experience and, like, maybe some things she was going through, like, when you see certain behaviors or certain, like, you know, things happening in your sport, you may be able to speak to that. But I don't think she knows exactly what's going on in her head. But I, I definitely think that people need to pay more attention to people's um, mental health and what's going on with them. Versus just, you know, compete, compete like they're just circus monkeys. So hopefully the rest of the Olympics goes goes really well. I think USA, Team USA is going to finish really well. I think we're going to do really good. And that's just that. But I just think that Simone and maybe Naomi may just have a lot of unseen or unknown pressures put on put on them. Let's see what else we got. Uh, I think that's. I think what else we got for sports. Oh, somebody wanted to know about what I think about the Westbrook trade going to the Lakers. Um, I don't really like Westbrook. I don't like. I respect him as a player. People say, "Oh yeah, he's average triple double. Triple double is an easy thing to do. All you need to do is get ten points. You can go to the free throw line." Five times and get 10 points if you're not down your free throws. Anybody can get 10 points. You can cherry pick and get 10 points. Anybody can get, almost anybody can get 10 rebounds. All you need to do is fight for position, be in the right spot at the right time. 10 rebounds is, you know, it'd be different if he's averaging 30 rebounds, 30 points, different things like that. Or in 10 assists, 10 assists, all you got to do is pass it to, to the right player at the right time on a layup. It's easy to get a triple-double is what I'm saying. But when you have high numbers average as triple-double, that's a different thing. So triple-doubles don't impress me. I don't care about none of that. I don't care about his ability to do anything. Like, I've seen Allen Iverson. Nobody got to the hole better than Allen Iverson and finished at the hole better than Allen Iverson. To me, for somebody with his, his, his short stature compared to the other, other NBA players. So with that said, 
I do respect his game though because he do remind me uh, a lot of Allen Iverson just how he plays. But I can't respect anybody that can't really shoot that well. Like I, I like my players to be able to do a little bit of everything. You ain't got to be the greatest shooter, but I need to trust you. Like when you when your when your field goal percentage is as low as his is, like I just can't respect it. I know some people are probably gonna write in and be like, oh yeah 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 yeah, but that's fine. That's your opinion. <laughs> this is mine. But I just don't like Westbrook. I like him as a person sometimes, but and what you know what he stands for. But like I just don't like him that much as an NBA player. But I am kind of excited to see him be back in his hometown. I'm happy for him to, to see that and to be there. Um, I'm not really a big fan of LeBron. I'm not really a big fan of the Lakers, period. But right now, I think like the Lakers might be the the most popular team because they have, they have like a star-studded cast. You got Anthony Davis. You got LeBron James. Now you got uh, Westbrook. Do I think they can win? Yeah, I think they can win. Will they win? No. Because I still, you know, they still have to go up against Brooklyn. They still got to go up against uh, the Bucks. Even though I think the Lakers might be able to beat the Bucks, they still got to go up against the Bucks. And what is that? Yeah, they still got to go up against the Bucks. And the Nets are still out there. Kyrie, James Harden, and Durant. Like, you got some of the, the best shooters in, in the league on that team. And their, their supporting cast isn't too bad either. So it's it's cool to see. I do think this is just kind of the age we're living in where it's like three superstars on one team, and I don't think this is the first time we've seen it. Like in more recent years, there have always been legends and legends and legends on teams. I don't think they just garnered the same type of notoriety that that the NBA has now or that the stars in the NBA get today. Um, I was surprised to hear it because, you, you know, you had hear, heard a lot of trade talk about Dame going. You heard a lot of talk about Chris Paul going. You heard a lot of things going on, but you just never really know what, um like, what can happen in the NBA, especially after they didn't let Chris Paul go. So that was, that was one thing for me. And I think that's pretty much it. But I'm just waiting to see what's going to happen. You know, they're, they have questions whether LeBron can, you know, all three of them can coexist because LeBron is a ball-dominant player. And we all know Westbrook is a ball-dominant player. But you just never know. I think if you've been playing for a while and you won a championship, sometimes you make sacrifice. So maybe maybe this makes Westbrook's assist go up. Maybe this makes LeBron's assist go up. Maybe Westbrook scores even more but at a higher percentage because maybe LeBron's putting him in a good position or maybe Anthony Davis putting him in a good position to score around the basket versus him just being out there shooting jump shots because he doesn't have the greatest jump shot in the world. Will he knock him down? Yeah, anybody can knock him down a jump shot. But you need to be able to knock him down at a, a consistent rate. And his rate isn't consistent enough for me. So I think it could be a gift and I think it can be a curse for for him and for the Lakers. But I think playing with LeBron and just the way some of the players look up to him, I think I think they respect him and I think he can take lead or be, you know, be a second option or B option out there. What else we got? How do you feel about Wait I think that's it for No one more sports thing One more sports thing We have Mike J from College Park He said what do you think about Shikari's tweets Um I don't really know How to feel or what to think I think she could say and do what she wants For sure Um I feel like 
Team USA for the for the track and field or some of the events that she would be in would be, would have been a bit more exciting if she would have been there. Um, as you may or may not know, they found traces of marijuana in her system, THC, and she was disqualified and said she couldn't compete in this year's Olympics. But I, you know, that's the rule. That's the rule. I get it. But there's people doing all kinds of things and competing in the Olympics. I know they have a lot of things that you can and cannot eat, even down to like. Like what you order at a restaurant because it may have traces of this. Or you can't take these vitamins. You can't take these medicines. I get that those are the rules. But to me, me personally, I just, I don't really care if people smoke weed or they don't. If you go out there and compete, you compete. But I, I understand, you know, you know why people have rules. So I'm not going to really fight on that much. But I understand her feeling the way that she feels because we're in a world where they're legalizing weed. And some of the countries that are competing have legalized weed. You know, and, you know, people being persecuted, criminalized, and, you know, victimized by by the laws around, like, marijuana and weed. And now to see that everybody's, you know, being freed or not getting charged for something that people have been, you know, historically been charged for over a course of time is a lot. That's a lot to have on your mental. You know, and some people probably feel like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. You know, she said she was going through some things. Again, mental health ran this ugly head. She was going through some things. She found out about her mom died over there. So she decided to smoke some weed. I get it. You know, that's that's how she coped. But it does break the rules, and I get that. But at the same time, like, what, like, what would you want her to do? That could have went a list of ways. She could have she could have killed herself. She might have not wanted to compete. She may have, you know, just she might you might see some of the things. That are that is happening to Simone and Naomi happening to her because she's dealing with a death, you know. I don't I, like and again, like I said, I just don't think people put a lot of stock on people's mental health and well being. But I did see some of the people attacking her because she tweeted "missing me yet," and some people are calling her bitter. Some people are calling her this and saying, "No, nah, we good," and posting Jamaican flags and different things. And I get it, but I don't necessarily think she's bitter. I can see how it can come off as bitter, but. The sport definitely would have been a bit more exciting if she would have been there. Like, you can just say that. Like, if you know anything about track and field, you know anything about her, I think it definitely would have been a little bit more competitive. It would have been exciting to see Jamaica and Team USA running, you know, neck and neck with each other. Because that's exactly what I think would have happened. I think it would have been closer, and I don't think Jamaica would have, you know, went one, two, and three. I think it may have been one... You know, it could have been it could have been different. I just don't think they would have went one and you know one, two, and three. They wouldn't have swept the entire thing. So I don't think she's being bitter, but and she's right. She can say whatever she wants. And if you don't like what she says, you can unfollow. But I don't think that people should necessarily call her bitter just because she's expressing her her feelings on the thing. Um. And that's kind of it for the sport. So hope, hopefully, Hakeem is is uh happy with that since we're hearing more sports. And like I said, I've always wanted to talk more sports, but I just haven't. The person I wanted to do sports segments with, I can't find him. Like I know where he's at, but he just would not get back on the show for whatever reason. So I'm not quite sure. Well, I know why, but you know, I can't. I can't fault him. So. Anyway, somebody else. I know, well, Hakeem, I know you like to mess with Jen about being from Queens and she's from the Bronx. So, hopefully, 
we'll hear more of that from you guys and more sports takes. I know she kind of trashed the Mets. I'm not really sure what the Mets are doing, and you know, you know, I don't know. But we'll just leave it at that. Um, let's see what else we got. Mm. Oh yeah, we got some good stuff on here. We're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna get into some to some music. But before that, we're gonna take a brief break. I'm gonna play some tunes for your head tops, and we'll be back. Let's see what we got. Uh, uh. Let's forget about the running. Let's focus on this is the, uh, Vienna 1971 by Orange Goodman. He makes pretty good music. Man. I don't know if I played this song on here before. But we'll see how you guys feel about it. That ain't mad. What if it was all that simple? Sometimes I wish it was that simple. I don't want to write to any of this music you're hearing played on this podcast today. Gotta talk over it so I don't get taken down, guys. Fair use act. Fair use act. Hopefully y'all are enjoying y'all summer out there Make sure y'all being safe COVID is on the rise again Whether you vaccinated or unvaccinated No one's safe from this There's no way around it We have to do something Sip on some water real quick Keep my vocal cords Cords moist That sounds disgusting by the way Stop drinking bottled water by the way guys Just buy your Brita pitcher Or some type of filter at home Let's save our ocean Keep the plastic out of the ocean Let's get pollution down Let's save the earth We only get one earth Sometimes I want to come undone. I want to undo some things too. This is Vienna 1971 by Orange Goodman. Check him out. He has, he has some other good music out there. He doesn't have a lot, but everything I've heard so far I've liked. So check it out. And we'll go from there. All right, guys. Our music interlude is over. And we're gonna get back into it. <sighs> now that my now I've had some refreshments and my vocal cords are now moist. You can hear my luxurious voice coming through your speakers or headphones, soothing you, doing some other things you do as well. But we're not gonna get into all that because this is a PG podcast, guys. PG. You can listen to this with your family and friends and kids and your grandma. Um, all right, let's see what where are we? Oh, someone this was great. 
Jason, I don't know where he's from, but Jason says, "What? what's your take on what's been going on with Lupe and Royce? Like, I was late to the party on that. I'm going to just say that. Um, I didn't know anything was going on until I listened to something. And I started seeing, like, tweets online and stuff like that about Lupe and Royce. I had to listen to something. And then I went back and did my own research. And I saw kind of how it started. And I like Lupe a lot. Lupe's one of my favorites. I like Royce a lot. And he wasn't always one of my favorites, but like in the at least in the last ten years, like I've started listening to him more and more and more. And like now he's 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 one of my most frequently listened to people. Um I think it's because he's more he's more mature now. He's sober and he's being more introspective or whatever and looking back on just things and being able to speak like a an adult and not to mention that he's highly skilled. So, you know, that makes it a little bit better and of course we know what lupe can do we've heard murals we've heard food and liquor we've heard food and liquor too we've heard all not food and liquor too um actually it was food and liquor too we've heard everything he hasn't really missed when it came to well i take that back that was one album i did not necessarily like but anyway like to me I didn't really know what to think. I didn't want to feel like I had to take sides. I kind of was a little hurt by it because they do a podcast together. And like I said, they're two of my favorites. And I've been listening to their podcast. And to, to know that they're not going to do it anymore just kind of like made me feel away. And some people said you could you could see it coming. You could hear it like on a podcast. But I thought a lot of that was just jokes. And I think it was, but it's, it's not jokes until it's only it's jokes. It's all fun and games to, to shit get serious. You know, and I think Lupe may have taken some of the things serious, but I guess, uh, I guess Loaded Lux and what's a murder mook, they were like trying to get Royce and Lupe to get into the battle rap world. And I think Royce was trying to get Lupe to rap in the battle rap world. And I don't think Lupe really wanted to do it. I don't think that's necessarily where it comes from. So somehow some miscommunication occurred and it made it seem like Royce was trying to go behind Lupe's back from what I'm hearing or what I can surmise or deduct from what, what they've been saying. And I think it caused the riff and some words were said. Royce called Lupe a bitch and he told him to rap, start practicing, all these other things. And then he hung up and then Lupe went on his thing and started freestyling for about nine minutes. And then Royce went and delivered a luxurious song and we'll actually play this here. See, look at this, like winging this shit on the fly. It's just flying by the seat of my goddamn pants. Let me find this song. But anyway, um, they're both about six minutes, and you could just tell the tone in each song. Like, Royce's song was more like an address. I'm not going to even say it's a diss, um, but I think Lupe's song was more of an attack. So I would say that was more of a diss. But I think from what Royce was saying, he was just checking boxes, and that he did. That he did. But let me see if I can find it really quick. I'm going to play Royce's song first because that's what I heard first. And he released this song first. And then I'll play Lupe's for you guys. I think it's coming up. Hold on, guys. Here we go. I don't 
don't think this is mixed or mastered, so if it sounds a little crazy, uh, guys. Solidarity like that muscle, we refuse to flex. That synergy that these niggas just refuse to tap into. In our disparity, match our hustle, we do success. Attack us mentally, that's that energy kings get trapped into. Therefore, I'm done promoting the dumb shit. I put a hole in your son while he holding your son chips. While you over there with a chip on your shoulder like you over or some shit. Your flow is redundant. I separate your body from soul. Now your body is cold. Spiraling out of control. Now you over there body odor is pungent. For coming out of your body over assumptions. Look at all this passive aggressive pussy in. All the past neglectful positions these pussies put me in. We them cool niggas bringing food, liquor, and foolies in. They do all the yelling and accuse niggas with bullying. Cruelty to MCs is into. Intellectual bravado, run a full speed and hit niggas with the message like wallow. I bleed mentally, if I greed mentally and sing with Neo and Stevie Sensory, I squeeze till this ego completely empty. I'm three-dimensional, now feed me MCs, I'm greed and envy. Carlito, watch me go, repo, y'all sweeties Bentley. I skid mark through these thoughts with a narc, commit largely. I live hardly to incarcerate me, to kill softly. Either or, it's me or Bill Cosby. They trying to kill a lord online, premature, it's biz market. Can't expect you to like me more than you love rap beef. You respect white people more than you love black people Shit. I let you race where the apes ate I estimate, I let you naysay Your legends ain't safe I desecrate flex, I decorate weight I estimate a hundred left, I let the case lay I don't carry suitcases on big runs to malls deep I don't carry big guns to a small beef I don't really care what Mickey Fax has to say Add Lupe, that's touche I don't care for big gums and small teeth You know the gold all froze if I'm a purchase bling Just so you know, not a soul walking the earth is mean Bow before the king, kiss the gold, all purpose ring Water guard poses like a bow soldier versus mean Y'all with all the jokes, laugh hard, but y'all ridiculous I'm with all the smoke, Matt Bar, Shikari Richardson Proving rap page through the Rage cache. I'm the dude who they threw the case at like eight track tapes. Blue A stacks and Peter Lugas to let your faith that state. Who weighs at the new we haters through the new Maybach drapes. We gon' do this for Kanye. If you can relate that straight, we come shooting for Conway. Ruby your face back straight. 170 on the dash, all the felonies and the demonic acts. With devils like Vlad, always selling me all of the trauma back. I speak to cabarets as a deviation of drama. Pastors and wave caps as a recreation of honor. Glad to appreciate black abbreviations of genres. Battle me ASAP, that's for PDA with Rihanna These male betas with crying attitudes, I ain't mad at you My kind of fabric is well tailored to a viral analysis Superstar, superstar. But usually I'm choosing peace of heaven to tax stone. From using celery ranch to moving into a new elegant ranch home. A true MC, y'all doing them regular, regular dance songs. You losing your teeth, moving like using Kevin Durant comb. We share the light whenever the mic and drums get blacked on. The better knife than ever polite and young relaxed on. Here come the Thundercat song. Karate beat, beat me, I can keep it complete. A brief, don't da -dun -da -dun get waxed on. And that's the risk I'm standing night for writing the scripts to last long. I like my crackers dead and white, just like them shits the shack owns. Call me Big Cialis if she stalking, switch my address, get Viagra. Think I had no liquor walls in this Niagara. This androgynous fly actress I'm involved with, it's my astralic, my ass. And if y'all asking if I'm gassing, it's my asthma. Y'all listening to the master who's been talking to the masses, who's been listening to thy master through this targeted diaspora. Y'all get awards to get in wars, I spit water dilution. I'm ballin', I hit record, I'm getting courted by Luke. The Lord abuses black culture with actors like rapper poor rapid chords. Distract you boys with the lower the nooses. The more important the news is, more distorted the fuses. Vax all they employ Luda, exploit the movement. To know it's kind
cops killing black god is a mortal nuisance holy on top is the last straw like quarter juices the more exclusive dior gucci the border boosters it's the more juvies and 42s that the court accuses i wish nick cannon the testicular fortitude the 40 new stepchildren to eject him with the cure to lupus pain ain't even frequent just evil teasing the godly it ain't even inside me it's just weakness leaving the body i flip my heritage redefined it to die in jail buy and sell for my clientele but without the mind's help ryan big alliances click alliances iron elk built a giant pyramids in alignment with orion's belt well you ain't got to lie you a hostile guy like you about to ride the nuance arrives but you not too wise you've been ostracized used to rock with eyes you was hot july but look at you now you just off to ride loaded luck said if we battle then he gonna sit with luke i told him you're dead if we battle now who gonna sit with you i'm the great mc all the ladies see all the latency in hd and 1080p and this shit for publicity you and mick couldn't mix your written and spit good as a pick of me stop it and sit with the dog or quit with the hiccup dickery this oscar de la rente club is on the kunta kente to the fuller school of pin play offering the fuller template it's hard to differentiate oh dog with who Lorenz Tate, Judas from Ingrate, who the students from who the sensei, the car the mascot, forest moving packs on the back block, nobody argue with Shaq while rooting Dikembe, take your mama out on a date at the Barclay, like I'm Drake on the parquet, call the Uber soon as the rent pay, when it's the last shot with a second left and second best is an RJ, need to get used to moving with MJ, everybody grinding on Allen Iverson car roads, heavy grinding on every island out of the Congo. I have not encountered violent exchange through a convo So I don't holler, I do the body's chains and John Doe We can kick it, be specific, or meet with my Kimberlin soul Y'all timid and bold, y'all feminine trolls pretending to smoke Got bitches snipping on mini and blow, I'm Benny, I'm Kenny and Cole I'm Bimmy and Poe, I'll hit my enemy and chalk any of pose If Umi says you really to go, who trying to hit him the most? I'm hollering that we outside just like my nigga King Los I hardly hear you be outside, let y'all be whispering low We back outside with lying hoes, you sound like Remy and Joe Watch the reactions of your kids Masculinity ain't what's toxic The absence of it is I'm Jill Scott playing Gil Scott Heron With Prem, her and D'Angelo Queen serving me cantaloupe Hammock low Swerve lambs on Atlanta roast Earl animal manigo First lamb of the nanago The pearl handle amigo Answer woe with your girl Nana or Anago Cancel coach is annual Santa Pope is the anecdote Cancer don't take for granted No family though The streets won't hand us no manual So we go Hansel Emanuel You forgot the dude who about to shy Who was locked aside Without him you'd be dead Probably dread standing beside you Fed salmon and lied to out of Camera disguise you, you violent, but where was that for the cred cameras and Kaisers? Nine minute freestyle about me, I had to make fun of bro. I got plenty problems, my nigga rapping ain't one of those. Rapping ain't one of those. So there that's what Royce said to Lupe Fiasco. Um and like I said, it all started and like basically in both songs you hear both of them go back and forth about how it started and their, you know, replies to it or whatever. And that's just kind of what it is. I'm about to pull up uh, Lupe's song now. You can definitely hear a difference in the tone and how they're rapping. And, you know, one sounds angry. One just sounds like he's addressing, you know, just the comments and things that are being said. But the other one, you can just tell that uh, there's a lot of aggression, you know. But I've never heard Lupe rap like that. But I'm about to play that for you guys now. And this one is called uh, Steve Jobs, Super Lupe. I mean, SLR 3, that's Super Lupe Rap 3 and a half. And this is a, a diss to Royce the 5'9". Say yeah, track. 
apologize, man. It was uh, last minute. So, and again, I don't own the rights to any of the songs you're being played today or any day. I just have to play it. I'm about to say it, say talk over so I don't get taken down. Fair use ad. Look it up if you want to know more about that. But this is SLR three and a half Super Lupe rap. They need a comfort zone and some beats. Lolly gaggers the poly matters that go over responses. Get all laid into technical when they content. Press record. Then I bring the receipts. Lambda, lambda, lambda. I think that shit was sweet. I wish I could just kiss you on the cheek. Nerds have their hands in everything. Gangsters won't even touch the police. Won't you tell your niggas get that? Take some of them cool bullies and go and get some of my shit back. The problem is that you ain't never had no impact. Kit Kats and chit chat and syntax don't make up for how much you sit back. I think that nigga's scared. He never leave heaven, cause he already did. Damn, nigga, are you insane? What's the point in knowing how to point and aim? If the niggas you gon' bang look exactly the same, that ain't motherfucking cool. That's a motherfucking shame. This ain't no motherfucking game. That's why I think you are a motherfucking lame. We both wear glasses. The difference is I was in school thinking it was cool. You was thinking of skipping classes. Listening to your track record, I can see you were skipping classics. I did it on my first one and delivered to the masses. Your songs are immemorable. Your verses are impenetrable. I ain't even listen to that diss record. I only fuck with you because your interviews. I ain't even trip when you call me a bitch. I was like, look at Salem calling me a witch. Look at how they made him. Look how much they gave him. Look at all the assists. Nigga, if it wasn't for Premier, you wouldn't be. If it wasn't for, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for, nigga, I got a dozen more. Hove think I'm Hove. Nas think I'm Nas. That's the trick. You ain't got to think when niggas already think you are. Mwah. Your story crooked and your book too. Pass the dumb shit, but you will shoot somebody's son holding sunships. I wish they would have left Biz here and fucking took you. And all your hyper technical hypotheticals in life, I've never met with you from a distance. I accepted you from the podcast. I've been kind of skeptical. This ain't our first class. This is just one of the several. I ain't trying to bash, but it was like you was off your schedule. You was throwing more than jabs. I was like, this nigga's incredible. We had to fucking edit you. I don't know what vegan Detroit vegetable Dr. Sebi diet infected you to think that we shared the same metrics or somehow I was less than you and I was the type of nigga that you could get really disrespectful to. I ain't never lectured you. I get energetic and joke. And real talk, nigga, I ain't never disrespected you. I'ma punch you in your fucking face. And we all think it's silly. I'm thinking like, won't this bitch nigga clean up his fucking city? I mean, you got all of the clout. You know how to bring all them niggas out. You can walk the walk. I mean, we seen you walk all over your house. But me and Mickey is geeks because you got some heat. Like, I didn't go to the closet and put guns all over the couch. Your mental health hotline, I think that shit is grown up. But you're the very last nigga that should be picking that phone up. I spit your verse to get immersed inside my enemy And to remind you they gotta go through you Just to get to me, subtle subordination Perpetual sidekick nigga, sort of a station that you used to So you ain't gotta get all extremely too personal on your albums When you not surrounded by bigger artists to fucking boost you Nigga, you called me, I didn't recruit you But no regrets, I take it as a test You said, Lupe, you gotta have some grace Not be so haphazardly to put the truth all in they face now that I think about it, that's kind of half and half. If a nigga asking you for the strap, why would you keep it in the stash? If you ran the world, we get defeated in a flash. You really gonna be the boss, can't keep secrets from the staff. I learned that in the streets. 
Niggas sweeping trash, keeping my city clean while you was talking about beating a nigga's ass. That shit is whack. Long live backpack rap. Fuck these monster drinking new age conscious thinking Farrakhan today. Gangster tomorrow. One foot in they sorrow, another foot in the trap. Killers who easily triggered by a little nigga's attacks who had the audacity to ask rappers to rap. Facts. Hey, hey, listen, I ain't doing it, nigga, check this shit out, look, hey, in seven minutes he did it, if he knew how to freestyle, he could have rented heaven for seven minutes, and been done what needed to be done by the second sentence, all this extra innings may come across as master, but my impression's apprentice, your penmanship has the fingerprints of a gimmick, and affection, and the intimacy of impressions of that nigga you friends with, I ain't gotta say it to say it, I can't even blame you, the nigga's one of my favorites. Fuck that, back to my status. All icy, talk spicy, like the house of a traitor. Inwardly successful when outwardly I've made it. Clearly, if I was a regular rapper, you wouldn't even come near me. This nigga think he's Siri, your answer to your queries. What's Siri to Steve Jobs? A button to Tahiri. I'm excessively cheery. Promote my nigga's theories. What's an alien to a Pentagon report? I see your brother trying to chilly. That's what he's supposed to do. And everybody that's fucking close to you, supposed to support. Push you forth and calm your black ass down cause they ain't put you in the source. You chose violence. I just wanna know when you gon' respond to Osiris and go to EO Dub battling from a judge instead of hitting smack and trying to entertain the thugs. Come and fuck with us, nerds. That's pretty much it for the Lupe part of this. Like I said, guys, that was a lot of rap. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I liked hearing, you know, what was going on. And, you know, just, just to see people rapping, because you don't see too many people rapping at all. Like on a high level, you don't get to see a display of lyricism and rap ability like that. But it made me feel a way, because some of the things Lupe said, I do think they were borderline or below the belt, like the the line about Bismarcky. Uh, wishing that they would have took Bismarcky. I mean, wishing Bismarcky was still here and they would have took you. Like that was a lot for somebody that y'all been saying y'all brothers on podcasts. You know, for the past what six months, and you know, just just being like friendly through rap and stuff like that. And like I said, I, I listened to the podcast, so it just kind of made me feel away. But I, I've never heard Lupe ever be that aggressive on a song with anybody, but. I don't know. I just didn't know what to think, and I still don't understand, you know, why. Well, I understand why he feels that way, but I don't understand why Lupe doesn't understand why it seems that way, and I don't know if they've talked since then. Like I said, I found out about this three days after it happened, and I'm just not speaking to you guys. So I want to say I found out about this Sunday night, maybe Monday morning, you know, and I didn't really, you know, no, this is my first time speaking on it. It is now, what, August 1st, I think, and I'll be putting this out later today. I think it's August 1st. No, July 31st. <laughs> I'm bad with days. So, you know, it's just a lot. But I know people are asking, who do you think won? And, you know, who did better? And I'm having to give it to Royce. Like, I like Royce's song better. Um, I don't think Royce was a diss. I think it was more more of a uh, an address and a display of craftsmanship, lyrical ability, rap talent, all of that. I think Lupe's was more of a diss. If it sounds like he had some stuff pent up in him, or maybe he took it as a diss and felt like, hey, you can take some jabs, you can hit below the belt. Um, I just hate to see them doing that, and I would like to see more rapping from them. I don't want to see this turn violent. I don't ever want to see anybody have to get violent. But uh, like I said, it was something that 
that kind of shocked me. Like I would have never saw that. I wanted to see all of them rap. Since then, Mickey Fax, who was also a part of it, put out a song to about Royce, and it wasn't so bad. Um, I liked it. I, I, like I said, I like seeing people rap at a high level. I like seeing people display their skill instead of just, you know, doing whatever we see today's rappers doing on the radio. Everyone sounds the same. There's no real skill or talent to what they're doing. There is a skill and talent, but it's not high level or high skill to what they're doing. Um, but I definitely think Royce had the better song. I think Royce had the better address or better response. Um, I think Lupe took his is exactly as they diss. But I would like to hear from y'all. Like, write in and let us know what you think. I might even put up a poll so people can see, you know, and, you know, just kind of click Royce or Lupe and see who won based on the songs. Um, I don't think we have anything else for music. Um, well, we do. What are, are they, they ask? Are we? Are you guys excited about Kanye West's next album? This comes from Jessica from Atlanta. Um, I actually am. Um, I love Kanye West. I haven't really been the biggest fan of him in the most recent years, maybe since 2018, just because of all the things that were going on. And that last album I heard wasn't the greatest. So like, I don't know what to expect. But for what I'm hearing, this should be. They say this sound like Kanye. Kanye, not like college dropout graduation Kanye but Kanye being Kanye like great level of music the 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 beats I have no question about I think the beats are gonna be top tier but his rapping ability his writing team whoever I expect it to be what we are used to be and you know he had the uh, event where he you know I think I don't know he rented out well I guess you kind of got to rent it out but he had the the event at the a listening party at uh the Mercedes-Benz Stadium here in Atlanta and I know he's living out of there or renting it out until he finishes his album, which is supposed to be coming August 4th from what I'm here. Let me look at my calendar. Where is August? They say I heard August 4th, but maybe it's the 6th. I'm not quite sure because I know it was supposed to come out last weekend, but it didn't. So we'll see. Um, but hopefully that that turns out pretty good. That turns out pretty good. I would really like to see Kanye rapping again. I would like to see Kanye West on familiar hip-hop beats again. And I would like to just see him putting on a show, like being Kanye. Um, I think that's it for music. I think we want to have a couple more here. Somebody asked me what's going on in Cuba. I can't speak on that because I'm not super familiar, but I'm hearing talks of starving. And the same shit that's going on here in America is going on over there. I don't, like, again, I'm not... Anything I talk about, I'm not, a, I'm not, don't think I'm an aficionado, an expert on, or I'm just giving you my opinion. So don't take everything I say as to be the gospel. But I, like I said, I don't know exactly what's going on in Cuba. I'm still trying to find out myself. Um, and they didn't write who that was. The next thing I have is, uh, what do you think about the mask mandates coming back? Honestly, I think they should come back because I don't think the vaccine is 100%. Nothing is 100%. The masks aren't 100%. But I think if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, you probably should be wearing a mask just because we still it's, we still don't have enough information to make educated decisions on whether to mask or not to mask. And like, if you know anything about science like I do, nothing is 100%. Immunity isn't what exactly what they said is it just makes you not feel like shit if you so if you just so happen to encounter this again 
So, again, I'm not the CDC. I'm not the Georgia Department of Health. I'm just telling you based on general knowledge and what the CDC has says and what the DPH says and what I know about science and health that these these are some of the facts that are out there. Like you can look it up. You can you can write in and say, hey, you're full of shit. You're oh, shit, I got to delete my name now. But um, um, what time was that? 11, 51, 27. Yeah. So you can write in and just, you know, say, hey, these are some facts. Fine. That's fine. But just based off what they're saying on the news, it to me, I think we should just be wearing masks indoors and outdoors unless you're just not around a lot of people, you know, because somehow this is still spreading. People are vaccinated. They're, they're now coming out with, with proof saying that there have been some out, some out, you know, I think they call them outbreak, you know, cases or breakout cases or whatever they're calling them. But outbreak or no outbreak it is possible for you to still get the disease it is still possible for you to spread disease and virus whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated the vaccine just helps you not feel like shit when you get it it reduces your chances of getting it again and maybe not feeling like shit or dying it greatly reduces your chances of not dying from it but that does not mean you cannot get it that does not mean you cannot transmit it you still can transmit it you still can get it and you still can die it just reduces the chances of those things you can look that up on the cdc you can look that up everywhere but me me and me i think we should go to a level 10 and then de-escalate as we get more information i know everyone was happy about getting a vaccine fine that's great i was happy about that too but you also have to wait and see what science is Science is exactly what it is. Right now, we're going through human trials. Like, they haven't came out and said it, but that's what human trials is. You're testing. You're, it's, an, it's, a, it's a living experiment right now. Like, the same way you plant a seed in the soil and monitor it, the same thing they're doing now. That's why we have data on it. You can see how many people have died, how many breakthrough infections are coming, how many people are unvaccinated, how many people are being vaccinated. These are the symptoms they're having. Those are all a part of what it is. They have a hypothesis that, hey, you're going to be fine. And now you go through and test it with your theory, and then it becomes law once you have enough data to support that. That's how science works. I know you guys remember how uh, scientific theory works. I know you guys know what an experiment is. You're not slow. We're smarter than we give ourselves credit for. But that that's how those things work so like right now yeah we are going through what i like to call human trials we're we're getting to see the real live effects every day of what vaccinated and unvaccinated people are doing and what can happen and what cannot happen and i honestly think that they they jumped the gun on telling people not to wear their masks and i think it spread a lot of confusion it's been a lot of confusing from the go from the from from donald trump you know spreading whatever madness he was spreading a lot of misinformation you got anti-vaxxers you got conspiracy theories you got the right wing you got the left wing you got the red you got the blue you got the dems versus the republicans you got all of these things and people spreading misinformation about things and i think it just created a level of distrust for everybody so like i said for me i don't trust it i don't trust the information i'm receiving just yet some of it yeah but i want to hear the good and the bad don't just tell me all the good tell me the fucking bad too so i can make an educated decision for myself and for those around me don't just tell us oh everything's gonna be fine how do we fucking know that and now six months later we're starting to see some of these things that people were worried about because we've now had enough time we didn't have enough time to discover these things at first and again i'm not knocking health i'm not knocking science i'm not knocking the vaccine i for me for one i just wanted more time to see some of the things that i'm looking for i'm just not going to put something in my body just because someone chooses to share only the good things and minimize the bad things 
So I think mass mandates should come back. I think that's probably something we should be doing on our day-to-day basis anyway. I know people are saying, what about our immune system? You're still encountering a lot of other bacteria from the food, from the water you drink every day. You're, the air in your home, the air that we breathe outside is toxic. That's where smog comes from. That's why we have a lot of lung cancer and asthma patients. And people have an adverse environmental you know, reactions to their environment because we're full of lung, I mean, air pollution. Our lungs are being filled with just basically smoke. When was the last time you've seen a clear day in Atlanta? I took a picture the other day and everything is great. It looks like California in the 90s when they were talking about smog. Like Atlanta didn't used to look like it. You used to be able to see blue skies like it did when no one was driving their cars when we were on lockdown. That's what I miss. That's the best thing about the lockdown to me. No, no, no traffic, working from home, and most of all, clean air and blue skies and clean water. So anyway, now that I'm done with that rant. That's just how I feel. I feel like we should all just exercise caution, use our best judgment, and just wear masks until we figure out what this is. If you don't want to, I'm not going to force you to. I'm not going to say nothing to you out in public because that's your life. You do what you want to do. But I don't think anything is going to get better because we have people thinking that they're vaccinated and that they can't spread anything, that they're truly immune like they're Superman. No, you still can't get this virus. You still can't spread this virus. And then we have to worry about the kids. The Delta variant is affecting a lot of kids now. Like, you may not hear that, but it is. Oh, kids can't get the kid the right. Yes, they can. They can die just like we can. They bleed just like us. So, I don't understand why people don't think that that's a real thing. Um, Let's see what we got here, what we got here. We did mass mandates. We did Cuba. We did... Uh, um, last question. Um, This is Kristen from Florida. It says, I've listened to episode 55... Well, you were talking about white women in Florida. I can't believe that if you've never dated one of us, is that something you're open to, Kristen from Florida? Um, I am open to it. I'm not. I'm not opposed to white women. They just. It's just. I don't. I haven't met a lot of them that attract me physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever that is. I just have not felt that just yet. So don't. Don't when I say I'm not attractive because I did get more of them saying, "Did you do you think white women aren't, aren't attractive?" No, I'm not saying that because I like Megan Fox, I like Sandra Bullock, I like a lot of the people that play in Game of Thrones. The lady that plays Melisandre in Game of Thrones, Cersei was pretty attractive. Sansa grew to be attractive to me. Like it just, it just, I don't, you know, it's, it's people out there that I like, but it's just like sometimes you just don't click on a a person level or a mental level or an emotional level or. Or whatever that is And it's not It's not to knock them But I just find it I just find other people More attractive than others But like I said In Florida Some of the white women I know were physically Attractive to me And that's not something That I say every day Like there are some There's some that You know that I'm friends with That I work with That I think are physically attractive They have blonde hair They have black hair They have brown hair They have red hair They just are attractive to me For whatever I find attractive That's not me saying and I'm not addressing Kristen with a lot of this, but that's not me saying that I don't find them attractive, that I want them. I will. I just haven't. I've only, you know, been with maybe one white lady or white woman in my life, but I don't really consider that we had a relationship. Like, But that was just it. But that's one out of everybody that I've dated, you know, so or like been, you know, been involved with like that. So to me. It's just it's just more so just finding that person like it can be 
I don't believe love has a shape, color, or size. Like, I've dated people who were taller than me. I'm 6'1". I've dated somebody who was 6'4", 6'3". I've dated somebody who was twice my weight. I've dated somebody that was darker than me. I've dated people that was lighter than me. I've dated people from all walks of life. I don't care about that. I like who likes me. I'm not saying I'm settling for who likes me, but if you're white and you like me, I like you back. We like each other. That's just what it is. If you're seven feet tall and I like you and I like you back and you like me, that's we just like each other. So it just it just kind of ha- that's just what it is. I just don't believe love comes in a color or shape. You like what you like and you know what you like when you see it. Like I can go on Instagram and point to people that I like and that I won't like physically, but I won't know what they're like until I actually get around them. So. So I so Chris and I am open to it. I just haven't found enough people who tickled my fancy, or hell, even better that I tickled their fancy. But I know, you know, when it comes to dating black and white, like it's it's a lot of things that surround that on both sides, the black side and the white side. There's a lot of things that surround that. So, you know, I think that's why it's discouraged because I have seen white women that I am attracted to that probably wouldn't date me because of what their family is going to say or what society is going to say or because I'm I may not make as much money or I may live in a certain area and the same for me you may my family may feel aware about me dating someone white or whatever just because of the ugly history that 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 it has so it's I think it's a lot of that I think that would be a lot more black and white people mixing and they do as we can see there's a lot of them just depending on where you are but I think a lot of these things prevent people from venturing out but for me it's more so an attraction thing. Like, I don't like every black woman I see. I don't like every Hispanic woman I see. I don't like every Indian woman I see. It's certain ones. And I don't dislike every white woman I see. I don't, you know, I like some of them. I'm attracted to some of them. But it's few and far in between is all I'm saying. So I'm open to it. But I will say women in Florida are different. They are different. Um... I think that might be it. We may we may revisit it. I'm pretty sure we're going to hear that again. We're going to revisit it. But I'm going to go ahead and let you guys get out of here. This has been an amazing show. I got my song of the week for you guys. I don't know what it'll be just yet, but give me one second and I'll find it. So I think I'm going to play Sip Slow by Joel Ortiz. Extra, guys, extra. I played a couple things from him before. What, well, something from me. him before. But you guys know I love Joe Ortiz. Say, music is just good. It's off his album called Monday. I see you, man. And this again is called Slip Slow by Joe Ortiz. Watch it's me. It's a real smooth song. I'm flattered though. I'm probably one of the illest in the flesh with Britons. Various letters that connect with rhythms. Boy, don't be the next victim. I delivers with your lack precision. You get popped like razor bumps all on your neck for itching to try to come for the title, not your best decision. I put them Nikes on ice, yeah, you can check for slipping. I'm number one when that number two pencil lead twisting. No lie, no whole wheat, no rye. I'm bred different. Been nice a long time just in case you forgot. I don't care where you get your cut. They say my name in that shop. I don't care with a beat drop i lay some flames and it pop my pants drop bad it starts it like they make us a lot i don't make records that the radio be playing a lot but that's cool chain still weighing a lot i'm on the way to my spot in the Benz truck just bought my lady to drop haters watch as we his and her mercedes the lot i heard through the grapevine they worry about mine yeah, ain't got nobody right else business in mind do you today. i'll be fine yeah, like the, the music, taste of this wine you don't see me taking my time sip slow homie yeah, enjoy the show, sit slow, homie. 
This is probably one of the best parts of the show to me. Where I get to turn into a DJ. DJ um, watching them watch me, they sloppy. Can never copy the poppy. They do some pretty good renditions, but they not me. You're actually one world away. How you gonna stop me when I'm cruising at a Mach 3 on moons without Unakis? I'm cool where life got me. I'm way above that block popping Roxies, but still below ducking paparazzis. And the flow, well, that keeps me kind of cocky. It's nice to feature price five cool. dice on these mics screaming Yahtzee. Y'all worry about mine? Quick question. What is you up to, me? Right I'm making music with the idols that I grew up to on stages in true blues, jet blues, the W's with pool fuse, feel like a baby owl, who knew, Michelle's only son that sold crack in that circle, I'll be the same kid with gold plaques and commercials, cause he can really rap, no trap, no commercial, but this ain't me versus you, don't take it personal, I heard through the grapevine, ain't worry about mine, ain't got nobody else business to mine, do you, I'll be fine like the taste of this wine. You don't see me taking my time, sip slow, homie. Yeah, enjoy the show, sip slow, homie. Alright guys, that was Sip Slow by Joel Ortiz off of his album called Monday. Find it on all your DSPs. Let us know what you think. It's a great song by a great artist. Remember, if you love somebody, don't be afraid to let them know. Cherish your loved ones while they're still here on this earth. Don't choose violence, choose peace. Brush your teeth. Those are those important things. We're going to get into about dental hygiene on the later episode. Got some fun facts to share with you guys. Um, don't always be afraid of change. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Nothing grow without a little bit of uncomfort. Keep these things in mind. Be careful out there in the streets. Be aware of your surroundings. Always choose love. Love always wins. And with that being said, peace be the journey. Peace be unto you. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your loved ones. Eat some good food. Mask up. Get your vaccine if that's what you choose to do. Stay away from large crowds of people because that's part of the reason why this will not go away and people don't realize that. And that is it. We are out. This is your host, A1. And this has been another ESPN, Sports Center, CNN, Fox News, CBS, ABC podcast brought to you guys. Peace. <laughs>